Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Hey y'all, it's your girl Sade with Black on Black Rhymes. Step to the mic. People always ask me where I get my confidence from, and I get it from inside. It's an inside thing, y'all. And when it comes to beautiful skin, I rock with Blendia by India, where her motto is, be confident in your skin. She has a variety of naturally made soaps to keep you smelling good, hair products for long, luscious, healthy hair, and even beer products for men. You know, we got to keep those struggle beers away. So visit BlendiaByIndia.com and use promo 2020skin to get 10% off your order. Thank you, Blendia by India, for being a sponsor of the 2020 Podcast LLC. Please say the LLC. Hey, this is Butter So Fly of Powerlines Poetry, here to let you know anytime I feel good, I have to look good, so you have to listen to me. Make sure you go to gurudesigns.com, use a three instead of an E, The website is great, so you can get something for yourself. And then she makes custom clothes for men, too. And guess what? I got a promo code for you. Use 20 slash 20, and it'll get you 15% off of any order, $25 or more. You can't beat that. Go to gurudesigns.com. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all that you get. A beaker to front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping it real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like boulders. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll, we'll be on the whole different vibe though we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s of pounds of dough and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic then grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show is 2020 no need to zoom in yeah Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, Sir of the 2020 Podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And today we got a special guest in-house at the 2020 Studios, yeah. as I like to call it. We got Chef Rod in the building. What's good, bro? What's up? Hey, brother. Happy to be here. So first off, before we even get started, I want to say thank you for taking time out your day. Because I know you got a busy schedule. Yeah. It's that time of the year. It's the holidays. So I'm pretty sure things are moving in the background. But you found a way to take time for this interview. So thank Definitely. you, bro. Definitely. Why would I not? Hey, so let's hop into it. Let's hop into it. So, Chef Rod, so the number one question is going to be this. How long have you been refining your craft of being a chef? I've been cooking for half of my life, so for 15 years. All right. So y'all can do the math. Uh, Uh, I like that. I like that. So one of the key things we like to discuss is inspiration. It's a great way to refocus or realign things when things change. So Mm -hmm. what were one of the founding things that inspired you 
to become a chef? Honestly, uh, chef-wise, it would have to be Gordon Ramsay. Mm. It had to be Emma Lagasse. And it had to be uh, Anthony Bourdain. Ooh. But just in life, it'll be my father because he always told me if I'm doing something, I need to be the best at it and do the best that I can do and be happy with what I do. If you're not happy with your work, that means you didn't try hard enough. I heard so that. So that was, that was a big inspiration for it. And that's anything in life. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, with being a chef, it's a little bit of finding yourself and finding your own style. Mm-hmm. Where, besides family, were there any other cultural influences that kind of shapes the way you cook. You know what? You know what? Well, you know, as you can test it, it's here in Mobile and surround the areas, we had an international food festival. Mm. So you go down to the Civic Center and you can have Indonesian food, you can have African food, you can have Belize food, and just try different things. And that really fascinated me because we we're so used to the basis mm. growing up. So we're av- av- actually able to see other cultures and how they interact with food and other people. and how willing they are to share what they know with you. And that was very, very refreshing. Yeah, and I can agree that uh, understanding culture, I feel like food is the number one way to do so. If you're able to observe and understand, uh, because you gotta eat. You have to eat. (laughs) So if you can understand someone's uh, cooking methods, whether it be their food, the way they cook it, or how it's seasoned, you can kind of understand the culture a little bit more. You definitely can. All right, so this is going to lead me to one of my entrepreneurial questions. Okay. Okay, 2020 was kind of a shift for everybody. It definitely was. (laughs) So in what ways were you affected as an entrepreneur? All right, so this was was the biggest thing. In 2020, I probably lost about $68,000 to $75,000 in wedding catering. Because you couldn't... couldn't, have people in big enough venues to have wedding catering. Oh man. So that was a large part of my annual income was catering weddings. The shift I made, I started back hustling again, like when I first started, I did meal preps. Okay. Now, meal preps, you're not gonna make a lot of money from each customer, but if you have five to 10 and you do it on a consistent basis, you could, you could earn money. And the best thing about meal prepping, I actually save money that way too, because I don't have to pay for food anymore. Mm. I can just eat the meal preps. So you Makes earn sense. money and you save money. It still didn't equate to the all the money I lost out on, but it was help. It was helpful. Then what I did, I started doing more celebrity caterings too, because oh, when you when you cook for like celebrities, all their fans and following, they want to hire you now. Mm. It's like a lot of times I go to somebody's house and cook, and people are like, "Who is that? Who is that? That Chef Raw? Oh, he cooked for Jeezy. Oh, he." It's like a calling card to your craft, and people, you know, what I'm saying, respond to that. So. That was the biggest change in 2020, going from big caterings to smaller ones, but making it work and making it fit my lifestyle and things like that. From what I heard, adaptability is what I said. Being able to maneuver still and not give Mm -hmm. up. So kudos to you on recognizing that. Because a lot of restaurants close. Yes. A lot of them. A lot of them that didn't close still aren't able to bounce back and still they just on that teetering edge. Like, and it's, uh, it's a scary thing. But when you do personal catering, the customer pays for everything. Mm. So you don't really have no overhead. So it's a different mind frame of what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to lead me to my next question. Because for every, you know, situation where you have to adapt, there are situations where you don't have that much control. Mm -hmm. At any point in time, you know, over the last 15 years, did you ever feel that you wouldn't be successful? Of course. And if so, who or what changed your mind? Man... I ain't gonna lie to you. Time, pro- time will prove you right, or time will prove you wrong. Mm. 
So you could cry about something today and then about something sad today and cry about something happy tomorrow and it'll be in the same instance. Like you'll get some people that want to get catering from you and they wanted this big, huge thing and then they canceled on you last minute. Mm -hmm. The next day somebody call you and want to book that exact date. Mm -hmm. It happens. So time heals all wounds. That That is true. But you have to be steadfast in your craft and you have to always just worry about bettering yourself at your craft, being respectful to people, being responsive to your clients, uh, just honoring everybody, whether that's celebrity or Joe Smo of the street. Joe Smo of the street may be going to hire you way more than celebrities. That's true. So you, you, you have to be real and you have to be yourself. So I will say uh, I was raised up to be very humble. I had a very humble upbringing. Uh, I didn't I didn't understand my true potential to after I got out of the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A lot of people was raised up in the house knowing what they could do. I, I didn't realize that till after I was well already grown. So I know how I feel like to not not have shit, not, uh, I don't want to get too, too deep on it. I just know how that feels. And that don't, money don't change that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's your perception of success that changed that. You got to be happy with yourself. You got to find a medium to be happy with yourself. And that shit will keep you going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Let's let's talk about what keeps you going. So far, has there been a moment where you're like, you know what? Everything came together like I wanted it. Mm. This is why I do it. Have you yeah. had that one moment where it was like just everything fell together perfectly? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, I have a I have a lot of those moments and not not to not to be braggadocious. I have a lot of those moments because I plan so deep. I mm. plan so deep and I stick to the plan. And as long as I do the best that I can do, I'm happy with the results. I did a lot of events in the city of Mobile and lost hella money. Mm -hmm. That night, I felt horrible. You know what I'm saying? The next day, I feel good because it was nothing else I could do. Right. It was nothing else I could do. So I just be happy about that. But those days, we have days where we make a lot of money. Some days, <laughs> not so much. But you got to learn how to save. So I wouldn't say it's a one thing. It's an over, overall winning process that makes me happy because okay. it's never going to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ebb and flow is, yes. is what I Yes, a lot of ebbs and flows, man. Yep. Deep, deep. Okay. So this is one of my favorite questions because you say you plan so deep. I feel like this mm -hmm. will fall in line with what you said. Yeah. Where would you like to see yourself as a chef, mm -hmm. as a person, as an entrepreneur yeah. in one year, three years, okay, and then in 10 years? All right. So... My one-year goal, it is a tough question because I have accomplished so many, God is so good. I accomplished so much with being a chef. I'm just making up shit to do. Like, I just put out a book. Like, whoever thought I'd be an author, you know what I'm wow. saying? So okay. I have to go follow up that book. I know that's in the next year. I want to put out my own line of, like, chef wear. Um, I have so many inventions. I, I just don't even want to say it on camera because I don't want to bite the idea. Right. So really, my, my one-year goal is to make a lot of more money so in three years i can actually patent all my inventions in 10 years mm. i want to sell them i, I want to sell them i'm not leaving up to my son to be the greatest <laughs> ceo of the company right dude you can just have the money when i die i'm just being real I so i'm in 10 years i want to sell all the inventions and the rights to them and just take the money bring it home and do something else to help people amen build a legacy i yeah, love it bro yeah, yeah yeah all right so this actually brings me to my last question and mm -hmm. this is my favorite one because i dedicate it to everybody that's listening mm -hmm. or watching or yeah. both the hardest thing to do is take an idea that you have mm -hmm. and run with it it's the scariest thing super 
What's the words of encouragement you have for somebody who has that idea, but they're afraid to act on it? Okay, so this is a big one. This is a tough. You want to talk to somebody that has succeeded in that field, mm. but you got to weed out the people that's going to, A, take your idea, two, not really going to help you, and three, just going to dismiss it. Because a lot of times, a, a hater could be in your bedroom. You could be telling somebody about it. Oh, I don't like that. And you're like, damn, why you don't like that? Because this and this. And then now, you don't want to do that idea no more. That was a billion dollar idea. Mm. You let somebody who having a bad day made you not lose out. You lost out on a billion dollars. I understand. So some, it's, it's good to keep it in. But at the same time, you have to find somebody that has succeeded at whatever level you're trying to go to. Or does, there's something like that that's willing to listen to you. Mm. And not and and not bite your idea. So a lot of contracts, a lot of NDAs. You want to do shit like that, like you said. You got your shit LLC. You want to protect your ideas, but you, it got to go steadfast. You want to talk to somebody who did that shit before. Mm. You don't want to bump. You don't want to keep bumping your head and bumping your head. You want to say, hey, somebody just told me, don't go there, don't go there, do this, do this, and then follow that plan. If they already bumped your head, why you gonna go bump your head? That shit crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That shit is right. crazy. A wise person learns from the mistakes of others. Right, right. I understand. Because right. at that point, you're just going to be wasting time and wasting money when you could have just bust a right. you doing all this shit. <laughs> and it was right there the whole time. That's true. That's yeah. true. What's up? My last uh, bit is this. Before we close out, if anybody wants to get in contact with you, what's the best method to reach you, whether it be social media? only thing I don't allow is phone numbers because niggas is weird. Yeah, niggas is definitely weird. Uh... Okay, so website, chefrodsmith.com. Super easy. My IG is Chef Rod Music. My Facebook is Roderick L. Smith Jr. or uh, Flawless Catering. So I got two Facebooks, one IG, and I have a website. So you, you, can't, you can't miss it if you want to get in contact with me. All right, there it is. This has been your boy, sir. Chef Rod in the building. We about to eat, bro, because we hungry. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about the food? Yeah. Look, matter of fact, tell me what we got here, bro. Okay. Okay. So we made some homemade house fries mm -hmm. from the real potato. Fried those up. Seasoned them up. Then we got some cognac glazed fried chicken. Cognac? Yes. Right. It's going to be good. I'm hungry right now. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm, I'm going to serve your plate up, man. Okay. Would you like, uh, you just want a thigh and a drum? Or you like thighs? Or what you like? Man, I'm a thigh and a leg guy, bro. All right. Cool. That, that's in all aspects of it. <laughs> you feel me? You heard that, ladies? <laughs> well, that being said, we about to eat. This has been your boy, sir, Chef Rod. And we out. We out.